This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Hiya, it's Adam. Hope you are well. Time for a little bit of an additional extra download for you. Anthony Fowler has qualified for Team GB at this year's Rio Olympics. Congratulations to him. He is our gold medal hopeful in the 75 kilogram weight category. He obviously popped in to Fight Disciples HQ to have a conversation with me and fellow Scouser, Nick Pete. Let's be honest, Olympics is pretty special, isn't it? Yeah. Olympics is pretty special. Is. Uh, we do like to celebrate our own uh, on this particular show. We've had some fantastic uh, fighters uh, from Merseyside in the studio recently, world champions, uh, guys that have, uh, uh, well, have got world uh, champion um, expectations, lads that have done extremely well in the amateurs. I'll tell you something, when it comes for pound-for-pound pound amateur careers, the guy that's st- sat right across from me right now, he's got some serious pedigree. Anthony Fowler, welcome to the studio, my friend. How are you, pal? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, mate. Great. Great to have you in. I know that, um, obviously, um, you are probably on a, on a little high at this moment in time. Just the small matter of qualifying <laughs> for uh, uh, the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. How does that make you feel, buddy, when, so, when someone says that back to you? Yeah, I'm very proud of what I've achieved, and hopefully we can top it off in a nice gold medal in Rio. Olympian, like for the rest of his life, he will <laughs> always be known as Olympian. It'll come before his name everywhere he goes. <laughs> it's good, that, isn't it? It's amazing. It's amazing. And, obviously... I know that uh, I don't want to tempt fate, but with your pedigree at this moment in time, you must fancy yourself to bring home a nice colour from uh, from that particular uh, from that particular games. And you know what the, you get. You're, all right, you get the you get the gold medal, but we get to pick where uh, your post box goes, mate. <laughs> so we can we can maybe put it right outside the Radio City building, something no like way. that. What do you reckon? There would be uproar in Park Road or whatever if it come down here. I'm telling you, there's no way it's going outside the Radio City studios. <laughs> Uh, one of the major things about this particular Olympic Games is, um, well, in fact, before I ask you that question, talk to me about the qualifying situation for the Olympics because it's mad. Let's be yeah, honest, it's mad. It's, it's changed this year. Was that was that the hardest way to qualify because you have to get to the last three in Europe, which is which is very difficult because Europe's one of the strongest like, continents there is. So it's very very tough. And um, there's two more qualifiers left now. So lucky enough, I'm already in, but there's two more left for two of the boys. Just explain the actual routine, though, because people that might not necessarily follow the, uh, follow the amateur game, that keep an eye on the pros, they know that some yeah. pros are out of the ring for 12 months, some might get a six months, yeah. three months, if you're really, really lucky, that's the <laughs> type of activity. Not five in five days, something yeah. like that, which is what you've been uh, obviously putting yourself through to qualify for the Olympics. Yeah, well, my weight in, in the tail, he was the busiest weight out of all of them, so I had to have five fights in, in six days, it was, and every morning you're waking up, you're, you're aching, you've got cuts, you've or your body's so sore, you've got to go again and again and again. So it's very physically demanding on the body. So it's more mentally as well as physically out there. So when, um, like you say, you wake up, you've, you've had your fight on a Monday. <laughs> Tuesday's your next round, right? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's medicals and stuff like that. You've got to yeah. go through like a little bit of a check. Yeah, this kid's all right to crack on the way we yeah. go. There must be um, some like scary moments because I noticed over the top either you, you are nursing a little bit of a, yeah. a, a patch up work on the top either yeah the doctors are quite leading to be honest they, are, they, <laughs> just, um, they know what's on state they know what's on the qualification so they think if you want to fight you can fight basically they don't, mm-hmm. don't have to straight the bar the cuts and stuff because you can get stitched up and sent in there it's just, just the way it is it's good that though because I've seen fights both in boxing and in 
in MMA as well, where guys will get cut. There'll be an inexperienced doctor in the corner. He'll pull. He'll will yeah. stop the fight early, when really someone a bit more experienced should know. You know, there's so many rounds to go, or he's on top at the moment. They should always be given the benefits of the doubt. I think fighters. So safety is paramount. That, safety is paramount, of course. Well, it is. But then you know, you think about a tournament which. You know, the Olympics is only every four years, so and you get three chances to qualify. And, and you know, for some fighters, you only get to go to one qualifying oh, tournament, and then there might be somebody else from their nation that's equally as good as them. Well, you've had your chance, now it's yeah. Fred's chance to have a go kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So and we've seen that. literally get some, one tournament. There's been some top boys from our shores that have missed out on yeah. uh, qualification well, for Sam, Olympic Games. Sam Maxwell didn't go this one, did no, he? No, no, he'd be looking to go the next as well. So. That's what I mean. So Sam Maxwell's top-end Liverpool fighter, you know, really pushing for his place, hmm. but he's just keeping his fingers crossed, hoping to be sent to one of the qualifying yeah. tournaments. So it's good that the doctors look at the guys, see the cuts, but look at the bigger picture, what's at stake, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, Anthony's never going to be a Versace model anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> but hopefully, <laughs> he'll be a gold medalist, and that's what the doctor's seen. So, fingers crossed. Give it, giving you the opportunity for the gold medal. Rather I'm, glad than I'm, gl- I'm glad his girlfriend's not here now, because she probably took a swipe at me then for saying that. <laughs> um, the other main thing for this particular Olympic Games, um, we saw in... Uh, London 2012, head guards. Yeah. Um, that's no longer a thing now, especially for, well, for male boxers. Yeah. Um, head guards are out the question. What's your view on that? Is it a good thing for you? Is it a bad thing for you? Where are you well, at with it? To be honest, since they come off, I've had a lot of, lot of success because I'm a power puncher and when there's no head guards, I hit my opponents a lot more. So it's an advantage for me, but some of the lads are getting cut and yeah, like premature stoppages and stuff like that. So there's downside and up, but overall I'm happy they're off because it's suited my style. Your style of boxing is obviously suited, but like you yeah. said, the main thing, a lot of people get confused with the head guard situation, not the Nick, regarding the, the protection of the fighter. It really is a protection over cuts. That's the yeah, thing that is, it. is more prominent yeah. when yeah. the head guard is off. Like you said, the clash of heads and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then fights can get stopped, which then somebody loses out on the dream because of a clash yeah. of head rather than being hurt technically yeah, in the well, fight. Well, in my second fight in Turkey, I boxed him mulled over an opponent and he, he knew he wasn't going to outbox me so his, his tactic was to headbutt me and he basically went out the first 10 seconds and buzzed me and cut me eye within 10 seconds and I thought to my head what's going to happen here now? am I, I going to get stopped and I was half panicking and lucky enough the ref let me continue and I won but some opponents are now choosing to be a bit more dirty with the head because they know they can't outbox well, it's, it's more like the professional yeah. game let's be straight isn't it yeah there's, it's a few slight sticks and stuff I'll be a bit more switched on and kind of keep my distance a bit more and stick to me boxing well, th- well that's it when that happens when you when you see someone switch tactics on you, and you think right. Yeah. I'm, there's no way I'm beating this kid. He's just a bit too yeah. good for me. So I'm going to yeah. nut him and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I threw a few heads on him in the end. So I'm not good. <laughs> good. Yeah, but do you then you think to yourself, right? I'm going to have to change up here because if yeah. it happens again and that cut widens, That's then it. I'm in I'm in trouble. But I, I couldn't in the end. I couldn't. I couldn't have even come in. He was that dirty with the head. In the end, I had to just duck down. So he was put on top of my head, not my eyes. So I had to just throw my head into him. I ended up with all kinds of lumps all the back of my head and all the side of me because. I couldn't get away from the, the headbutt, to be honest. So I was stuck my elbow up. <laughs> so you could run into that. Of the five fights that you had, which was which was, did, did you enjoy most, or which did you think was your best performance? And then yeah. obviously the fifth fight itself, that was, oh, yeah. to me, the fifth fight, it just come down to, you know, you were both knackered, you were yeah. both shattered <laughs> after fighting so many times. Yeah. It was just who wanted to go to the real yeah, war. I think in the quarterfinals, I boxed a, a Romanian. He was a well-respected fighter. He was number four seed in Europe. And I boxed brains, I boxed in the first two rounds, one easy, and then he came on strong in the last. But that was my best performance, and the final meant the most to me because I had to just grind it out. I was, I was exhausted. I had a far fight, my opponent only had four, and I had a tougher draw as well. So I was more tired going in, and that, that fight was just, he wanted it more, and lucky enough, it was me. For, the, for people listening that uh, aren't 
uh, fully aware of the the accolades that you have managed to pick up during your uh, yeah. amateur career. Uh, let's just uh, knock. Well, we'll start with Commonwealth gold. That's yeah. pretty decent to start <laughs> off with, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, what is it? Is it six ABA titles that you yeah. you've held at British level? National, yeah. Look at him, nonchalant. Just going, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sound, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just got six of them. Yeah, got a gold. Um, obviously, at, at the Worlds as well, you did yeah. extremely well in the Worlds. But there must be something niggling in the back of your head because there was an injury then that obviously yeah, made you have to settle for bronze because yeah. you were you were tipped quite heavily for gold in that yeah. one as well. Yeah, I was flying at that time. I was boxing Cabrini's. I could have won the gold definitely, but injuries held me back. So I've got now a Mella, all the majors. To... When you say injuries, you broke your hand, didn't you? Yeah, and the doctor still passed me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with your man? Get in! Yeah, I like, well, the, like yeah. this doctor. <laughs> yeah. say, I couldn't even put my me, me, me boxing boots on my hand with that sword. You like, had a broken hand, yeah. and he passed you to fight yeah. squeezed, the next fight. He squeezed it, I was like, ah, get off me. And he was like, you'll be okay. <laughs> man just, just jab him. Use Brilliant. your left hand, he was saying. <laughs> so because of the injury, you had to share the bronze medal in that particular yeah. one. So is there a, when you look at it, you look at it back. Are you at peace with it? Where do you think to yourself, listen, I could have gone on to one, but I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with the tour. At the time, I, I, I had peace with it because I knew I thought I got another chance in two years' time. But unfortunately, I got, I got injured again. I got a blood. My nose got damaged, so I couldn't go. So I'm still a bit better now that I never got a chance to be world champion. But I'm sure I can make up for it in the pros. Well, absolutely. We'll make up for it in the Olympics. Yeah, before yeah, we get yeah, to the pros, yeah, we, we, we've got the Olympics, haven't we? I mean, yeah. Just before we came uh, on air, I did uh, ask you a question about the standard of the Olympics. Is obviously elite when it mm. comes to the amateur fighters. Yeah. Um, would you have come across quite a lot of these guys already in your amateur career, or not? Yeah, I'd be two or three of the lads who've qualified as well. But there's a lot of people I haven't boxed, and there's a lot of top class fighters there. But I do believe on my day, I can beat them all. So I'm not worried about no one. Competitive, isn't it? Middleweight, 75 kilograms is uh, yeah. some serious fighters. Is there an amateur world rankings at the moment? Yeah. Where are you on in the rankings I don't right think now? I'm, I'm, I think I, I was, I was my best for being was number four, but I think I've dropped out because because last year I didn't, I didn't compete at the majors because of injuries. So mm. I, had, I had a bad year last year. Well, I was going to ask you about that because that yeah. must be frustrating. When I get, like we spoke to Stephen Smith, didn't we, recently, about his when he made that transition from amateur to professional. He found it extremely frustrating because of the activity that yeah, he was used to mm. and how busy he was at amateur yeah. level. So then not being busy and thinking, oh, when's my next Every fight? 14, 12 yeah. months. Yeah, and all that type of crack. He found it extremely frustrating, yeah. hence then uh, contractual issues with Frank Warren and, and what have you. Yeah. How, so for you, you're in the amateurs, being injured, it must be like, you oh, must be getting revved up yeah. every single day. Well, I had, I had a great period from 2013 to 2015, which I won like. 25 fights straight, I didn't lose a fight. I won the ABA's Commonwealth, loads of tournaments and stuff, and we were bronze, which I didn't even lose then because I got injured. So I had a great period, and then I had like, I got a bad injury my first fight in 2015 on my forehead, and that year I just, I just couldn't really get over the injuries. I was boxing every time I was boxing. You want to stop headbutting people, man? Yeah. Use your fist, son. <laughs> What's up with you? Throw button, me, me. He's <laughs> 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 like, I can't have boxing trying to headbutt me, but I need to be a bit more switched on. But I had a great, great run, and because I was getting injured, I went performing because I couldn't spar. I was just training and, and then fighting and sparring was my key thing before me fight. So I had a bad year last year and then this year started off great for me. What's the what's the uh, process now? Because you you know you're yeah. qualified. What I'm is not, it? Is I'm... it Are you down concert square every two minutes? Is that what it is? Are we, <laughs> no, are we in pot world, mate? No, <laughs> we uh, sh- shirt around your head. Is that <laughs> what you're doing? <laughs> well, I said my me, me new resolution was not to drink this year until after the Olympics. So I'm, I'm going strong there. I'm Good not, lad. I'm not drinking until after the Olympics and... Hopefully that's that's like then we'll oh, buy a yeah. nightclub. 
Fowlers yeah. will all be there. Woo! So, so what is the pressure uh, preparation situation? Because yeah. obviously we know that it's summertime when the actual mm. Olympics are. Do you go yeah. out there early? What, what, what's the crack? I think we're getting there two weeks before. I think it starts the fifth of August, if I'm correct, and we'll be there two weeks before that to prepare and getting acclimatised and stuff. And then obviously the competition's two weeks long. Mm-hmm. So will you do any more tournaments now at all? No, I'm 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 not 100 sure if we will or we just have a lot of sparring. But mm. I'm ho- I, personally, I want to fight again in June. So there's a few fights just to keep the rust off and like a multi nations tournament yeah. or something like that. Just, just something small, a little two or three bouts, and that, that'll do me. I love that. Just something small, just a bit of a multi nation thing going yeah. there. <laughs> Beat a few dudes up, you know what I mean, <laughs> and then uh, and then I'm ready. Then I'm ready to go. <laughs> me, I'd be thinking, don't want to get injured. I'm sitting <laughs> on the couch. I'm going to sit on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be where I would be at with it. Extremely exciting though, because of the success of the of the guys at London 2012. I know that you're friendly with quite a few of those yeah. guys that have come through that are now in the professional ranks. Mm. You must be thinking to yourself, well, from my point of view, as a as a commentator on these types of things, there's going to be a lot of eyes on Rio, especially with how London 2012 captured everybody's imagination. Yeah. This is a real opportunity for you to go in there, shine, and everybody's going to be, hopefully, by the end of this, going, bloody hell, that Anthony Fowler's a bit of all right, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm open, so yeah, I'm open to them shine and Rio, and I can't see why not. Fantastic place to do it as well, isn't it, Brazil? I know London's oh, yeah. good. I know it's great yeah. to do it on no, your own turf. No, it is, it is, it is. All Anthony's mates were like, I don't, I don't want to qualify for London. It's crap, there's no day out. But all like that, whoa, come back up on the beach, baby. Bring it on. God, his fights will be empty. Everybody's out in carnival. Hawaiian Tropic on down the beach, come on. Hawaiian Tropic. Yeah. Putting on the old banana oil. Just a gang of scousers, bright pink, on, on, on the beach in the middle of Rio, yeah. The thing is, though, the support will be fanatical because yeah. Olympics is Olympics, isn't it? People are into it especially in South America fight sports all the martial arts stuff that will be going on boxing people will be right into it so the atmosphere it's important that you do get out there and try and sample some of that atmosphere so therefore when you're under the lights it's not like well, man, yeah. this is a bit mad yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've obviously boxed top level before it's such a Commonwealth Games was great publicity for me that was very busy in the whole nation the whole country was watching that so I am used to the pressure that won't be an issue just, just about keeping a level head and taking it all my stride and then the just a ring's a ring that's the way it is in the country what do you what do you like it regarding the uh, the team uh, situation? Because there's there's nine qualified, isn't yeah. there? Males that are uh, out uh, going to be out there in Rio. Are you the guy that likes to listen? I like to keep me on council. I like to be over here doing my own thing. Or are you in there? Are you in the mix of it? How do you um, like to operate? I, I'd, I'd say I'm a little bit on my own. I've got my own little routine, my own pre-fight schedule. So you're a bit you're the weirdo, right? I'm the, probably <laughs> I'm the weird one. Yeah. The weird you're like one. the vet, you're like the veteran yeah, in the squad I, a little I'm bit on, now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I've been there for years. I, after London, I was I was thinking about turning professional after London, but I actually watched the Open game ceremony and thought, I remember tweeting saying, I'm going to the next Olympics after I watched it because it was that amazing mm. the ceremony. So that made me mind about Rio and like, we are, we are now. Have you had any moments in the four years where you thought to yourself, this, I'm going to go pro? Um, you must have had a few phone yeah, calls well, and a few yeah, conversations year, yeah, in dark corners. I've had a few fights where like I thought I definitely won and the judges didn't give it to me and Stuff like that, because you're in a little mad country in the middle of nowhere, there's no one's watching and you can do what you want kind of thing, because mm-hmm. in the Olympics the world's watching, you can't rip it off as much, but them kind of when you put all the effort in, you don't get the decision, it just breaks your heart. If you lose fair and square, I'm the first of the myth, I was beaten for a better man, but when I know I want to fight and they don't give it to you, mm. it is heartbreaking. Yeah, I can imagine that. Mm. 
So the answer to the question is yeah. You have thoughts about mm-hmm. yeah, maybe in, in maybe the heat, in the heat of the moment. But I'd be a fool to be honest because Rio couldn't change me, change me life if it all goes well and I've got the potential to get a medal there. So I would have been silly. Plus the nature of the professional game. If if you if you look at for example, I know it's a different weight category, but you look at Anthony Joshua for example, yeah. right? Anthony Joshua does extremely well at London 2012. He becomes kind of the darling, I suppose, doesn't yeah. he, of British boxing. Yes, it's heavyweights and the, the, there's kind of heavyweights and then mm. everything else. Yeah. That's no disrespect yeah. to your weight category, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, and he, I remember him taking his time when he came out, whether he was going to go pro. There were a big, obviously, debate of who he was going to be promoted by, all this type of stuff. Obviously, yeah. very sensible because he's a commercially minded young gentleman. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. Four, year, four years off the back of that, absolutely flying. And now the world is genuinely his oyster. You must look at that and think to yourself, well, it's doable. Yeah, it's absolutely doable. How old are you? Twenty six. Twenty five. Twenty five years. Sorry for sticking a year on you there. Yeah, shouldn't have had that last fight. So, t- <laughs> so if we're if we're dead honest about this, by the age of thirty, you know, I know that's four years off. You probably yeah. want to do this quicker because you're used to doing things quick as an amateur. But yeah. by the age of thirty, you could be the middleweight champion of the world, or yeah. if you've stepped up in weight to super middleweight champion of the world. Definitely, like, it's a possibility. I think the pros are going to be a quick transition for me because I've had eight WSB fights, which is a five rounders against mm-hmm. world class opposition, so I don't think the pros are going to be. I think I'll climb the ladder a lot quicker than the average boxer will. I think the days of amateur boxers, even elite amateur boxers, Olympians turning over and having 30 fights before they get a decent test and yeah. stuff, they're gone now. You know, people like Lomachenko went over and what would they have a world title fight in a second fight yeah, or something like that? Yeah. So those days are gone now. I think because Boxing, amateur boxing is no head guards because of the World Series of boxing that Anthony's involved in and everything. You're plus, already, plus the tried you're and already tested, head up. And the tried and tested success of the likes of uh, Anthony, the likes of Luke Campbell when he came out and obviously the way that they were showcased on big platforms, big TV platforms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not, people are like, if, if you're an Olympian, you don't go back to you know opening the show. You know, your, your main event, course, you know, you're, yeah. you're straight in there, straight away. And there's no reason, for me, an Olympian, someone with Olympic experience, after a dozen fights, they should be in championship class without a shadow of a doubt, you know, as long as... World championship class, fights. British? Where, yeah, why where not? Are? Between a dozen and 18 fights, you should be deaf. You know, like, I think Anthony Joshua's been brought yeah. along lovely. Don't get me wrong, I think it was the perfect opponent for yeah, the perfect belt at the perfect time. But at the end of the day, you've got to be in it to win it. But there's, there's no reason for, for these Olympians now to come out. There's no reason for Anthony to come out and, after winning a gold medal in Rio, coming home and then having 30 fights on you know people's undercards at the Echo Arena. That's just not going to happen. Mm. He's going to be topping the bills. He's going to be pushed heavily. And he's going to be in title fights within 12 fights. Uh, we've got news coming up in a minute. Uh, Anthony's going to stick around because we are going to talk about, obviously, his ambitions in the professional game. Because let's be straight, the middleweight, super middleweight uh, divisions, Pretty tasty, yeah, them sunshine, aren't they? Look at his face, he's lighting <laughs> up, he's thinking, jing, jing, jing! <laughs> this is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. Let's get back to uh, this amazing talent that's sat in front of us. No, not you, Nick. I'm I talking was just going to say thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to our Olympic hope, uh, Anthony Fowler, um, who's ob- obviously, I don't want to pile pressure on you, you're obviously going to bring us back a gold medal, which is great. We're, we're going to apply for two uh, post boxes, so you can have one on your street and then we can have one outside the <laughs> building here. That'd be great. Uh, but going forward, amateur-wise, then is it complete for you at the Olympics? Yeah, definitely. I'll have so to, then it's turning pro. Yeah, of course. I'll have all four medals or all four majors, which I don't think's ever been done. So that'll be a nice achievement for myself. And either way, whatever happens, I'm professional after the Olympics. 
all four medals at all oh, four no. majors. He's a player. Where are we? Where's the medal so far? Where'd you keep your trophies? <laughs> bronze ones telling me gym bag. I mean, I'm my gym bag. Well, I don't. I don't think bronzes. Actually, yes, I'm not even joking. <laughs> he's chucked it. Get out, man. He's just doing that. Yeah, but what it represents a lot. But obviously, I always prefer the goal. I hate standing on number three. I actually was grab for once because I didn't knew I'd qualified so I wasn't too fussed this time but even the world's when I come third in the world it's a massive achievement but I was looking up at number one thinking that's where I want to be I mean that's just the way I am well talk to me about Commonwealth right so we spoke to Stephen didn't we last week about becoming a Commonwealth gold medalist when he did it in uh, yeah, Australia Melbourne. yeah in Melbourne um, you've obviously done that you've, it's there it's done it's never going to be yeah, taken yeah. away from you Commonwealth gold medalist in my, just to, it, for those that are listening just tell us what that is like. Not the, not the competition, not winning yeah. it. Just that moment when you realise, bloody hell, I did it. Oh, it's it's very special, to be honest. You just stand there and you, all the hard work comes back and all the sacrifices you've made over the years come out of your head. And I always remember because my old coach, Joe, I have a dad, not so long before the Commonwealth, and I always said to him I'd win it for him. And I was just, he comes to my head, so... Can I shed a tear standing there looking back? But... You didn't nearly shed a tear. You were crying. Well, I shed, you, you once, shed a little tear. Like, were you balling? Yeah, but it was Rightfully so, though, man. Yeah. Towards me coach, I was going to say that was for Joe, though, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that was what that tear was for. I used to say his name, I used to say R.I.P. Joe Apple, out loud, but I meant to say it in my head. So I'm lip-rep me. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm the telly. Love it. Are, you a, are you a singer of the national anthem? No, I just pretend I'm some army. There's something, there's something about <laughs> Liverpool sports people with that, isn't yeah. it? They don't do it in the blooming footy. They don't do it in the boxing. No, that's because this city's a principality. <laughs> we don't, we don't, con- don't think it's got its we own We don't consider anthem. ourselves part of the UK or British. Exactly. We're Scouts, not English. That's a fact. Need to put some Scouts house on. That's what it is, isn't <laughs> yeah, exactly. it? Exactly. That, that's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Forget this. Bit of Lee Butler or it is, yeah. Get it on. So, we get the gold medal at the Olympics. Obviously, it's yeah. going to be another emotional time. Yeah. You've got to sing the national anthem for us, that's all right? right we'll be watching right. the telly. If you don't, we'll yeah. be on you. <laughs> but then, obviously, we turn professional. And there's going to be many, many options for you. Obviously, we know how that works. Promoters, how you want to go is how you want to go, mate. However, uh, you're in a very, very attractive weight division. As you look yeah. at those weight divisions now, middleweight where you're currently at, um, I'm guessing you'll stay there when you, when you go pro. Um, where do you look and you think to yourself, I wouldn't mind getting in there with that guy. Who, who are you looking at at middleweight that you're quite in, in admiration of? Obviously, Kenny Galoffin's the by, by far the pound for pound number one middleweight. So you want him first fight, right? I'm on this down. The only fight in the world that's yeah. ever called out Golovkin. Uh, I've just done it before. Uh, debut. I'm going for my debut. I want Triple G in Vegas on my debut. Over, over three rounds. <laughs> you fancy it over three rounds, that's don't you? I'm just move, mate. Hold on for me to your life. Leg it. Leg it round. <laughs> but Golovkin's won. Who else is there in there? Obviously, Canelo Alvarez is the middleweight champion now as well. Billy Joe Saunders is a middleweight world champion. <clears throat> and I think if he won more... Um... Jesse Vargas, isn't it? Is, no, not Jesse Vargas. Who am I thinking of? He's the weight below, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I thinking of? Middleweights. I'm not sure. Goloff got two belts, is he? Peter... Or Dan Wingy. I'll get it in a minute for you, mate. Yeah. I'll get it in a minute. But in that weight category, even domestically... Even domestically, there's some decent fights yeah. in there. I know quite a lot of people now are stepping up to super middleweight. Martin's yeah. just gone up there, only Martin Murray's gone up there. Yeah. Obviously, you've got uh, two of the Smith brothers that are yeah. obviously in that situation. Rocky Fielding. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some great fights. I mean, you could Groves, just keep it in Liverpool if you really wanted to. That's <laughs> what you could do. That's what you should do. Just get a world title and a pill for super middleweight and just swap it round them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know that um, your career is kind of, you're just kind of alluding to this off air. 
the uh, the para the, the parallel of uh, yourself and Callum Smith, the yeah. way that you've both come up as young guys and stuff like that. Maybe Nick can allude on that a little bit further because I know you covered it when you were yeah, a yeah. over here well, as, as these guys were coming through. Well, they were both neck and neck basically in the amateurs, you know, and they got to a point where they, it was head to head at the Echo Arena, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, they fought each other at the Echo Arena, and uh, Callum had the better of, of Anthony that night. And it was wasn't too long after, was it, when he decided to? Was, or was that in the run up? No, that was that was two before the Olympics. That was two thousand and ten. That was. And so when did Callum turn pro? Callum moved up to weight of seventy five, then he tried to go for the spot, and then up eighty one, and he was Callum actually got ripped off in his qualifier, which is he was very unlucky, and obviously he fought same professional. He's done he's done amazing things since. So um, I've obviously went down the Olympic route. Do you know what I mean? So it's incredible. We mentioned it then. It's incredible for you to be able to look at. What Callum's achieved, you know, and how exciting a professional he is, and what a prospect yeah. he is, and think, you know, what I was, I was like literally neck and neck with yeah. him when he was in the amateurs. So, does that make you start thinking now? I know, obviously, your you, one goal, your one dream, your one aspiration mm. is the Olympics. But are you already starting to think, you know, what what, what coach might suit me, and yeah. you know, am I going to be able to be based in Liverpool when I'm a pro? Am I going to have yeah. to leave the city? You know, is, are you already yeah. starting to like, think like that a little I've bit? I've always had one eye on the professionals because I think that suits me style a lot more. I think obviously I've achieved, what I've achieved as the amateurs, it's been obviously amazing what I've achieved. But I still do honestly believe I'm better suited for the professionals, and yeah. I've always had that. So look what I've done as an amateur, like walking as a professional with the the style suit me. And when I spar top professionals, like you're saying, neck and neck with Carl Smith. I was neck and neck with Carl Froch, sparring with him before the girls fight. That was only over six rounds, not 12, but I still match Carl. And he even said to me after the fight, I, I won that close fight because of you in that sparring because we had such good sparring. And from said to me, it was a proper privilege because mm. I was very proud of me to help him achieve what he achieved. And I do think I can go, go very far in the professionals. Because of the style he's got, he fights like a Mexican. So it's all gung-ho, you know, mm. it's that... Grounded in the Golden Gloves way, so it's all them hooks, the you know big hooks, winding up hooks. But because he grips his toes into the canvas and knocks people out, <laughs> the, the other the other amateur style, you know, no disgrace to Tom Stalker, he's found yeah. it difficult in the pros. Yeah, because well, he's so, a fencer. Some he's a fencer. You know, that's how he fights. He's a fantastic boxer, very technical, but he's a fencer. He's a point scorer. Whereas Anthony's had to adjust his style mm. to score points when really he just wants yeah. to tear it up and he just wants to rip someone's <laughs> head off. So. You know what we're seeing at the moment is Anthony Fowler like kind of confined and bottled and made to fit the amateur ranks. Yeah. Mm. Once we get this Olympic gold medal, that goes out the window, mm. and the true Anthony Fowler, the talent that he could be, <laughs> is going to explode yeah. onto the professional scene. That's what we're all. That's what I'm excited for. Say better myself, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> is he your publicist? For <laughs> me, justice there, didn't he? <laughs> he's applying for a gig. I think he's going to go into the promotion <laughs> game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Never mind. They said he earns nothing. Come here, son. Come here. Can I have your autograph? Can you just sign that there? Yeah. Uh, the other gigs that I was thinking of, by the way, was Alfonso Blanco. That's who I was thinking of. But he's the interim, isn't he? Yeah. He's the interim yeah. Yeah. WBA. Daniel Jacobs. That's the Jacobs, one. Jacobs. That was the other. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's a fella. dangerous fighter as well. Very yeah. dangerous fighter. He has yeah. been. He has been chinned though. Yes. Mm. Russian Perog was a Perog knocked him out. It's an yeah. exciting division. Both middle and super middle. They're always strong divisions, though, aren't they? Yeah, you yeah. Know, Because it's such a it's such a. I could actually thing, so. I could actually make light middle on me, which people might find amazing. But I could actually go down a weight. I make my weight like I'm in I'm in the Greeks for me, mate Mark. There, every every Friday eating up. I make the weight so easy, so. I've had to go down a weight rather than up. Wow, that's interesting. Mm. Eating full breakfast that's then on the day of the weigh-in, yeah, is that what you're doing? Stick an extra bacon on there, I, love. I literally have like three meals the day before the fight and the lads are all lying in bed starving. I just I have three meals the day before the Has fight. Has that always been the case? You've never yeah. had a bro- bother weight? No, I used to be a welter weight, so I've, actually, I've had to eat yeah. up to the middle weight. I couldn't make welter, but I could make light middle. Yeah. But I probably will stay middle because 
I'm going to be like so strong with the weight. I, I, I'm glad that you actually refer to it as light metal. I refer to it as light metal. These Americans jumping in there with these super junior, super well, so junior <laughs> this and junior that. You know what I mean? It confuses me. I'm like, come on, man. What is it? He's light middleweight. That's what he is. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's where he's at. Um, your training regime, obviously. You love getting in the gym. You love doing the sparring. You love, obviously, being in there. Bit yeah. of a gym rat. Does all that type of stuff. Yeah. But I'm led to believe as well that you've got a little bit of a penchant for yoga. Is this true? Yeah. You do a little that's bit that's of this. Me then, me guilty pleasure. Though. Is it? Talk to me about it. Well, where, is it, where did this come from? Is this just um, for suppleness? Is this what it's coach, Stephen, has recommended and I thought I'd try it out. And I went there and I, I hated it at, at first and I, keep, I kept going and I get better and better. Now, I feel like it makes me a lot more like subtle and like a bit more looser when I fight. I've always been like a stiff, like Nick said, like getting my feet and go for the big shots. I'm trying to be a bit more relaxation and a bit more looser. So I, like, I do yoga every Sunday. Amazing. And just like, you know, an Olympian standing there with a... a a, a, a busted nose and <laughs> cuts over his eyes, surrounded by soccer mums or whatever it is, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all girls in yoga pants stretching over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. the they must love it, mustn't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy's in the class that, today. That's basically what it is. It's basically me and all, all mums and exactly. grands. <laughs> is it hot yoga that you do? Yeah, do you do the Bikram stuff? Well, that, that, a lot of boxers do hot yoga for losing weight, but like I said, I made, I made the weight so easy. That just, you can't, I, you're I not allowed because yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd be too light. Yeah, punched in, being not underweight. And meditation is a is a part of the routine as well. well you're quite you're quite a spiritual dude, aren't you? Know you? Know what? I, I, I thought, yeah, before me fights, I, I am fighting. I always like meditate before me fights and visualize me opponents and win. That. I do believe a lot in that. That's mm. a big thing for me. Like Muhammad Ali used to do before his fights and work for him. It worked for me. There's loads of fighters that do that now, especially in the in the UFC as well. George Saint Pierre was massive for visualizing as well, and a lot of fighters now will put notes for themselves up around yeah. the bedroom and on the mirrors and on the you know where the toothbrush goes mm. little notes to revise themselves and keep themselves focused yeah. and so now Anthony are you already looking towards Rio you know can you are you going to bed at night closing your eyes thinking no, yeah there's no. me on the podium or we a bit early for that yeah but I don't want to switch on this, this soon I, normally we he's, down, he's down pop world mate yeah, <laughs> thinking about it. yeah is it <laughs> no I'm going to I'm going to do my break and try my best not to talk about boxing or even do anything towards yeah. boxing and then soon to come back I've got 12 weeks so just, I'll, be not, I'll be in the gym constantly I'll be, I'll be watching my opponents I'll be thinking about that gold medal constantly for, for 12 weeks so what will you do now? Will you go away or are you going to any well, holidays I'm going to Cyprus or? on Saturday with my girlfriend for a week so I might go do a few runs on the beach and stuff just to take over because I've had, I've had six days now of eating cheesecakes and Nando's and <laughs> now I'm starting to feel a bit dirty so I need to start doing a little bit next Nando's week. Nando's again. Every guest we they get in eats it. Nando's. Get it, we need to get na- Nando's if you're listening you need to sponsor We need one of them special show. black cards. <laughs> exactly, yeah because every fighter goes to Nando's. I love the fact as well that you, you train while you're on holiday. The missus, right? She's yeah. probably thinking to herself bloody heck he's been away. He's oh, fighting, yeah. he's always doing this, right? My moments are going to be this moment. I'm going to book this <laughs> plush hotel. We're going to do all these lovely things. She wakes up in the morning and goes, Where's Anthony going? Where's he going? He's on a 10 miler. He's shadow boxing on the beach. You know what? I'm your last all year. I have my girlfriend in the gym with me. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> she was fuming. She was. I was making like, Do this, you're doing it wrong and all that. Come leave me alone. I'm on all these. Well, have you, previously, we, we had Scott Quick on the show previously, didn't we? And we know how much of a, a gym rat Scott yeah. is. So he, obviously, what happened against Frampton? This Disappointed. He's gone on holiday. His girlfriend, similar situation. They've gone out to Dubai, right? I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen this? They've gone out to Dubai, right? Now, he is probably of a similar attitude yeah. to you. Loves being in the gym. Feels dirty if he's not training. Mm. 
He's taken some gloves and some pads out with him, right? <laughs> Don't tell me he's got it all in the pads. He's got it. He's got it holding the pads just for an hour session in the morning just to burn oh, a little I'm bit not, of rust I'm off. Not, I'm not he's I'll my be... hero now. I love him. Uh, if I was him, I'd be single. I'd be single. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Do it. Take some pads out. Say, yeah, just hold them. Bang them on. Just hold them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do your makeup. Put them on. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Sensational stuff. Listen, man, um, we wish you all the very best. Thank With the go. preparation now, I know that we're all having a little bit of a laugh. You've got a yeah. good couple of weeks off. Enjoy the holiday because yeah, let's be straight. That's it, mate. 12 weeks, it's on, living isn't like it? A monk. It's yeah. full on li- living like a monkey. It genuinely like that, is, isn't it? like that for four years now, so it's no, no shock to me. Yeah. yeah, but from talking to you, I mean, this is the first time I've met you. Nick's known you for a period of time. You yeah. can tell that there's a, there's a drive behind your eyes. It's serious stuff yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, in a way, no. I hope your girlfriend's not listening. The, the holiday's kind of a little bit of a hindrance before, yeah. because you want to get anything right. I want it on now. I want to yeah. get. The, I want to get the job done. Get, get, get in the gym and do the business. Definitely, but I think I think rest is just as important. And I think if I, if of I, course. So I'll tell you next week. I end up getting stale and injured and stuff like that. So my body definitely needs the rest because I feel being feeling run down all week after them them five fights. Like you get through it, but then when I, on my own bed, I just can't get out of bed. Mm. And this week I've been so tired. So I, think I do need this holiday. I think it'd be more a big positive to come towards Rio. Will you be able to put it out of your mind now on the Aldi with it, you know? Yeah. It must be difficult to... Listen, a couple of pina coladas in the back of your mind. He'll it? be fine. That swim-up bar <laughs> pool that she's booked, the plunge pool, all this stuff. He's got massages. He's got his own yoga classes sorted. <laughs> she's looked after him, man. It's going to be a good one. He'll be lying by the beach in the hotel. I'll put like some entertainment on it. It'll be all like Gales, Rio dancing, and he'll be up shadow boxing. <laughs> but there, come on, it's on. <laughs> What's the word been like from pals? I know that obviously Mark's here weird today, mate, but yeah. is there an army of them going out for, for Rio? Is that um, the word? I'll, I think I'll just be a few me close friends and me coaching maybe me girlfriend and stuff it's people can't afford to just go to Brazil can't they it's, it's hard and yeah of course with the, with the hotel prices and flights it'd be hard but everyone will be with me in spirit and that's Roger. all I need it's like what Nick said right at the start of this and it's like yes it's in Rio we've got an holiday we're going yeah. down there for a couple of weeks come on <laughs> do you get the opportunity um, to stay because obviously after the boxing there's yeah. other events that are still going on do you get the opportunity to stay and watch the rest of Team GB or not um, I think we'll be on to the end boxing only think yeah it does the, yeah. goes to the end but it might sound mad, but no matter where you are, after all the fight stuff, you just want to go home to your own bed. Yeah. No matter where you are, I want to, I want to go home, I think, but maybe we can make a little cheeky holiday with Mark and a few of the lads when I get home. I like that. I like that the girlfriend's just been kiboshed there. Yeah. She's had her. Yeah. She's had Cyprus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, last year. <laughs> Isn't that gold medal has got to be flashed around Benidorm? You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Brev, <laughs> listen, mate. All the best. Thank you. Really, all the best. Um, and one hundred percent, come and see us in thirteen weeks. Yeah. We are gold medal round. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.